Thanks for tuning into the Tom Nicola podcast, the audio version of my written articles. Like my website, I don't load my content with advertisements, but I do want to mention a couple of things I personally offer. First, the Nicola newsletter. Each Thursday, I send out my latest blog post and a popular article from my archive, along with other valuable content I've come across the previous week. My subscribers love getting their newsletter because it contains more than my own articles. Of course, it's free. Just go to tomnicola.com slash subscribe. Second, when you're ready to get serious about your health and fitness and want an efficient and effective program to follow, join Vigor Training. You get access to all of my workout programs for just $29 per month. Learn more and join at tomnicola.com slash vigor. On to the article. Hemp oil, CBD oil, essential oils, and the endocannabinoid system. No doubt you've heard friends and coworkers talking about hemp oil and CBD oil a lot lately. I predict the endocannabinoid system will be the most talked about area of health and fitness over the next decade and the focus of fascinating research findings. That might sound like a bold statement since most people don't even know what it is. In the event you're wondering if the endocannabinoid system is just about weed, it's not. Although the term endocannabinoid system has an obvious connection to cannabis or marijuana, the system is more important than Mary Jane herself. In this guide, I'll first address what the endocannabinoid system is and then discuss how you influence it with lifestyle, nutrition, and exercise. As this is an emerging area of research, we still have much to learn. Nonetheless, what we know today is more than fascinating. Two things worth noting as we begin. I've tried to avoid getting too technical to make this understandable by most, almost anyone. If you like to get extra nerdy, check out the references at the end of the article. To make this article flow better, I'll use endocannabinoid system and ECS interchangeably. What is the endocannabinoid system? As a system, the endocannabinoid system is different from other systems in the body, such as the nervous, digestive, or endocrine systems. It's easy to envision your digestive system, your mouth, esophagus, stomach, small intestine, large intestine, and that final orifice that sounds like the seventh planet from the sun. However, the endocannabinoid system spreads across the entire body. It's made up of chemical messengers, or cannabinoids, and receptor sites cannabinoid receptors. Based on the activity of the cannabinoids with the cannabinoid receptors, the ECS directs other systems in your body to maintain balance or homeostasis. Had it not been for the controversy and curiosity surrounding cannabis, the endocannabinoid system might never have been discovered. People have used cannabis medicinally for about 4,700 years, but it wasn't until 1964 that scientists identified the first chemical in cannabis, tetrahydrocannabinol, or THC. THC is the cannabinoid that makes you high, and is only one of more than 80 cannabinoids in cannabis. In 1990, scientists discovered the first receptors of the endocannabinoid system. They called the first cannabinoid receptors CB1, which are primarily located in the nervous system. Later, they discovered another receptor called CB2 
found in the immune system and many other tissues. The ECS affects almost every area of the mental and physical well-being in the body and mind, making it a true mind-body system. What are cannabinoids? Cannabinoids are chemicals that act on the cannabinoid receptors. Endocannabinoids are cannabinoids produced by the body on its own, following the metabolism of arachidonic acid, or AA, and the omega-3 fatty acids DHA and EPA. The two most well-known endocannabinoids are anadamide and 2-AG. However, researchers have also discovered others, including NADA, viradhamine, and nolidin ether. Little is known about them because they haven't been well studied. Quote, the endogenous cannabinoid system, named for the plant that led to its discovery, is one of the most important physiologic systems involved in establishing and maintaining human health. Endocannabinoids and their receptors are found throughout the body, in the brain, organs, connective tissues, glands, and immune cells. With its complex action in our immune system, nervous system, and virtually all of the body's organs, the endocannabinoids are literally a bridge between body and mind. By understanding this system, we begin to see a mechanism that could connect brain activity and states of physical health and disease. Editor's note, Cerebrum, November 5th, 2013. Plants also produce chemicals that either act like endocannabinoids or act on the body's production of cannabinoids. They're called phytocannabinoids, which you consume, inhale, or apply topically to activate the ECS. Cannabis contains the most cannabinoids of any single plant, though some of the essential oils of other plants also contain many phytocannabinoids. Just to make sure people are tracking clearly as we're going through this guide, I have a few definitions called out in a table in this part of the article. A cannabinoid is a classification of compounds that act on the endocannabinoid system. An endocannabinoid are compounds produced by the body itself, which control most aspects of the body's metabolism, including metabolic rate, appetite, digestion, inflammation, stress response, and more. A phytocannabinoid is defined as cannabinoids found in plants and spices. Most phytocannabinoids were first discovered in cannabis, but many of them are found in other plants, and some phytocannabinoids not found in cannabis do still act on the endocannabinoid system. What does the endocannabinoid system do? The following table outlines some of the ways the endocannabinoid system impacts your health. Effects of the endocannabinoid system. Appetite and food intake. Metabolic rate bone health, fertility, immune function, inflammation, mood, memory, experience of pain, skin health, sleep, stress response, brain plasticity, release of emotional trauma, maintenance of muscle. That's quite a list of responsibilities, isn't it? In essence, the ECS gets your body and mind to relax, eat, sleep, forget, and protect itself. When the ECS works well, we feel happy, energized, and can combat pain and disease. 
when the ECS isn't functioning well, we are more likely to experience dis-ease. The table below shows some of the most common problems related to endocannabinoid system dysfunction. Diseases associated with the endocannabinoid system dysfunction. Migraine headaches, fibromyalgia, infant failure to thrive syndrome, schizophrenia, multiple sclerosis, irritable bowel syndrome, Huntington's disease, Parkinson's disease, anorexia, chronic motion sickness. To support the effectiveness of the endocannabinoid system, you can number one, stimulate the production of endocannabinoids. Two, decrease the breakdown of endocannabinoids, making more available to your receptors. Or three, improve the function of the endocannabinoid receptors. Not surprisingly, you affect the ECS through your lifestyle, exercise, nutrition, and supplement choices. Many drug therapies also affect the ECS, but I won't get into them in this article. Research shows cannabinoids help to break your connection to past traumatic events and mentally or emotionally let go of them. In that regard, it truly is a mind-body system. The endocannabinoid system affects neuroplasticity, the brain's ability to organize neurons, which is important for learning and memory. Phytocannabinoids, the power of plants. Scientists have discovered more than 100 phytocannabinoids. Of the more than 400 compounds in cannabis, at least 80 are cannabinoids. Many of the cannabinoids are found in other plants as well. Only a small percentage of cannabinoids have been studied. But the more they're studied, the more you're left marveling at the medicine made by Mother Nature. The entourage effect. Research suggests the real benefit from cannabis and other plants with cannabinoids comes from their entourage effect, a synergy when used together. For example, when taken alone, THC gets you stoned, and it can also cause short-term memory loss and other side effects. However, people who use marijuana, which contains the rest of the cannabinoids in the plant, experience a similar high but fewer such side effects since they don't take THC alone. They get the entourage of other cannabinoids, such as CBD, beta-carophylline, and alpha-pinene, which, which offset THC's side effects. The entourage effect isn't something unique to cannabis. Essential oils contain dozens, if not hundreds, of different constituents, which act together, providing health-promoting effects as well. This is why individual constituents found in essential oils sometimes have undesirable effects, whereas using the whole oil does not. The most researched phytocannabinoids. Plants with the highest concentrations of cannabinoids include cannabis, copaiba, black pepper, broccoli, carrots, clove, cinnamon, echinacea, and ginseng. Of course, you won't get a therapeutic dose from a serving of broccoli or carrots. Instead, you'd need to extract the oil of a plant, herb, or vegetable for a therapeutic dose. Phytocannabinoids affect the ECS in one of two ways. They, number one, interact with the cannabinoid receptors, which trigger metabolic effects, or two, 
decrease the breakdown of cannabinoids, making them available for longer use. Alkylamides. Alkylamides are found in echinacea. They support immune function, which explains echinacea's popularity around cold season. Beta-carotheline. Beta-carotheline helps maintain a healthy inflammatory response, digestive and skin health, and liver function. Most of the beta-carotheline in cannabis is found in the leaves and flowers, so marijuana user users get a good dose of this cannabinoid. But hemp oil is made with the cannabis stock, not the leaves or flowers, so hemp oil lacks beta-carotheline. Copaiba, black pepper, clove, rosemary, hops, caraway, oregano, basil, lavender, and cinnamon are also excellent sources of beta-carotheline. In fact, copaiba is the most concentrated source of beta-carotheline you'll find in the plant world. Cannabichromine, or CBC. CBC, mainly found in cannabis, supports a normal inflammatory response, brain function, skin health, and digestive function. Cannabidiol, or CBD. CBD is the most concentrated, concentrated cannabinoid in hemp. Next to THC, it's been studied the most as well, which has led many companies to sell CBD oil on its own. While CBD oil may offer a number of health benefits, it lacks the complementary cannabinoids found in high-quality hemp oil formulas. A high-quality CBD oil will combine CBD with complementary essential oils to create the entourage effect. CBD has been shown to relieve pain, is a neuroprotective antioxidant, reduces feelings of stress and anxiety, and supports normal inflammatory levels and restful sleep. It has also been shown to stimulate the formation of new brain cells. Cannabigerol, or CBG. CBG is found in high, higher concentrations in the hemp variety of cannabis than in marijuana. Research shows it supports immune function, skin health, nervous system function, and positive mood. CBG also inhibits GABA uptake, which can promote relaxation. Diindolmethane, or DIM. You produce indol-3-carbonyl when you eat cruciferous vegetables like broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, and cauliflower. Indol-3-carbonyl converts to DIM, which supports immune function and also helps maintain normal estrogen levels by blocking the conversion of testosterone to estrogen. You can get DIM or indol-3-carbonyl as a nutritional supplement. Tetrahydrocannabinol, or THC. Along with making you high and happy, THC relieves pain, relaxes muscle, and calms muscle spasms. It also acts as a bronchodilator, neuroprotector, and is 20 times more potent than aspirin and twice as strong as hydrocortisone at reducing inflammation. Unfortunately, those health benefits don't come without the high, but other phytocannabinoids offer a compelling list of health benefits, so you might not need THC anyway. For those who suffer from irreversible chronic pain, epilepsy, or a number of other chronic diseases, it does present a powerful case for the medicinal use of marijuana. THC could also have some performance-enhancing effects when used in very low doses, especially for endurance athletes.
Terpenoids. Terpenoids are components of essential oils. So far, scientists have identified 15 to 20,000 of these constituents. More than 200 terpenoids are found in cannabis and are responsible for its distinct smell. Monoterpenes, which are quite volatile and often lost in a dried plant. They evaporate quickly. However, a high-quality essential oil contains high levels of monoterpenes, provided you keep the cap sealed. The loss of monoterpenes through drying increases the concentration of sesquiterpenes, like carophylline. Some of the monoterpenes found in cannabis include limonene, myrcene, and pinene. Again, these would be found in plant a plant oil, but not in the dried plant material. Alpha-pinene. Alpha-pinene is found in cannabis as well as many other plants. It gives certain plants their distinctive woodsy smell. Alpha-pinene supports memory formation, normal inflammation levels, and acts as a bronchodilator. And is also found in coniferous oils like cypress, frankincense, juniper, and helichrysum. D-limonene. D-limonene is concentrated in the rinds of citrus fruits. Some research shows it has a calming effect on the mind, affecting serotonin and dopamine production. It supports the immune system, supports normal inflammatory levels, and gut health. Myrcene. Myrcene supports normal infl inflammatory levels, is calming to the mind, relaxes muscles, and can relieve pain. Outside of cannabis, myrcene can also be found in mangoes, hops, lemongrass, and thyme. If you're in one of the states that allow recreational use of marijuana and you're not on a ketogenic diet, you might also like to know that eating a mango 45 minutes before marijuana use enhances its effect. Other ways to support the endocannabinoid system. Not surprisingly, lifestyle, exercise, and nutrition choices enhance the effects of the endocannabinoid system. Omega-3 fatty acids or fish oil. The average person gets plenty of omega-6 fats in the diet, but not enough omega-3s. The omega-6 fat, archidonic acid or AA, and the omega-3 docosahexaenoic acid or DHA are the two most prevalent fats in brain tissue. While the average person gets plenty of omega-6, omega-3s are uncommon in the Western diet. However, they're crucial in your diet. Insufficient DHA can lead to cognitive problems, and inadequate eicosapentaenoic acid, or EPA, can lead to lipid and metabolic issues. You need enough DHA for the endocannabinoid system in the nervous system to function properly. Since the ECS also functions in other tissues and cells throughout the body, higher EPA intakes could also influence function of the endocannabinoid system. Probiotics. Animal research shows that probiotics like Lactobacillus acidophilus can increase the production of endocannabinoids. Some research indicates they can also directly impact the CB2 receptors in the gut. Avoid endocannabinoid disruptors. Pesticides like chlorpyrifos and diazinon alter the endocannabinoid system. Endocrine disruptors like phthalates and plasticizers also cause dysfunction to the system. Stress management. Not surprisingly, 
Chronic stress disrupts the endocannabinoid system. Meditation, yoga, and deep breathing create a mild cannabinoid mimicking effect. Of course, smoking dope helps some people chill out, but it's not something I recommend. Using other phytocannabinoids such as hemp oil, citrus oils, rosemary, or frankincense in combination with mind-body practices is an excellent combination for reducing feelings of stress and anxiety. Weight loss. Calorie restriction or fasting seems to improve endocannabinoid system function. The more your body fat levels improve, the better your ECS should function. Although activation of the endocannabinoid system stimulates appetite, the use of phytocannabinoids, including marijuana, is associated with lower body weight. The endocannabinoid system's role in weight management still, still needs to be understood. But the early evidence does suggest phytocannabinoids help support healthier body composition levels. Exercise. Medium to high intensity exercise increases endocannabinoid production. The ECS could be the cause of runner's high that so many people experience during an extended bout of endurance activity. Endocannabinoids could also be released in response to intense strength training. The best way to supplement with CBD oil or hemp oil. Hemp and marijuana are actually the same plant, cannabis sativa but they're cultivated differently. Hemp is grown in a way where it produces minimal tetrahydrocannabinol, or THC, the compound that gets you high and gives you the munchies. It is used for food, clothing, and the oil can now be extracted for medicinal benefit. As a result, high-quality hemp oil contains many of the same therapeutic compounds found in marijuana without making you high. But hemp oil isn't considered THC-free. Hemp oil is also low in some of the other phytocannabinoids, such as beta-carophylline. This leaves you with two options when it comes to safe, legal, and therapeutic sources of CBD. One, hemp oil with minimal THC. Or two, CBD oil complemented with other essential oils to create a broad-spectrum oil. Beyond the CBD that's in the bottle, the source is equally important to understand. Hemp has a way of pulling toxins and chemicals out of the soil and into the plant. As a result, cheap CBD oil may contain numerous compounds you don't want to put in your body. Just as with essential oils, it's critical that the hemp oil is grown in high-quality organic soil and in an environment that minimizes pests and disease. For example, the CBD oil I use and recommend is grown in the arid climate of Colorado. What to look for in a high-quality CBD oil? Now that you know the importance of the endocannabinoid system and the value in supporting it with diet, exercise, lifestyle, supplements, and CBD oil, you might wonder what you should look for in a high-quality CBD oil. Here's my recommendation. Look for sourced from hemp grown with organic farming practices in an arid environment, extraction with CO2 to avoid the use of harsh chemicals, tested for purity and potency, third-party tested to ensure it contains 0% THC, CBD combined with the right essential oils to create the entourage effect. You'd think with all the CBD brands out there today, 
you'd have a lot of good options to choose from. Don't be fooled. Just like with nutritional supplements, there's a wide variety of quality in CBD products.